Yeah. Real sexy shit, you know? I tell a bitch I ain't no bottle pop, I'm a showstopper, you did. But that's neither here or there. podcast where you can listen to a bunch of people smoke weed, drink liquor, and talk a lot of shit, you found your podcast. My name is Sosa. His name is Mook. Say hi, Mook. Yeah. His name is Omatic. Sometimes we call him Sound Man. Say hi, Omatic. Hey. <laughs> As you can see, we're getting high and drunk and talking shit on a podcast. You should listen. Press play, ho. Wow. I love that one. Say you're. Yeah. Press play, ho. I'd like to welcome you guys to a fun episode of High Coast the Podcast. Very simple. Um, I have some friends here who've been with us multiple times, and um, we're talking about something we talked about before, gambling, but we um, we're going professional now, guys. In the big leagues now. Uh, I guess that's what they call it, right? The big leagues? That's what they said. <laughs> That's what they said. But we have Marcus Pringle and BF Keys, Heavy P and BF Keys. Keys, what else are you going by? Uh, just Keys. And Keys out here um, to talk to you about Annie Up. What is Annie Up, guys? So Annie Up is essentially um, a sports uh, consultant company. Um so I started an LLC, which essentially is going to be um, a website where you could log on and get um, fantasy football advice, gambling advice. Um, you could you could buy the picks from you know a person like me or Keith or well other people as well. But um, so essentially, it's a one stop shop where we're gonna have you know podcasts, video content, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and um, just try to maximize the market while it's, it's still new, the gambling market. So, will you all be posting your record bets as well, like your record? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because okay. uh, once it goes on record, like it's kind of like that's that's you know, that's your report card. Like, I'm saying, don't want to lead these kids well, astray. Like, need to know. Okay, <laughs> right, right at us. Okay. <laughs> so the um, like I said, you guys have been here multiple times. We had you guys give us some NCAA advice during the tournament, how to fill out our brackets and. Um, sort of bet on that. You guys came to talk to us about just what betting is overall. So we don't need to really get into the logistics of sort of what you do. How is Andy Up supposed to do it and make it a little different? You explain sort of the website and that part. And the consulting. And the consulting. But what about sort of the layman's for guys who don't know anything? How, how do Andy Up? Right. So first things first is the reason that uh, you know, we sort of came up with the ideas. I remember just last year around this time, football's about to come apart or come together. Um, you know, Keith and I would just see, you know, we follow different pages where people will put out their, uh, um, you know, their sports gambling picks, whatever, just, you know, just put it out there and people follow, et cetera. But the thing about it is, these guys kind of like, 
they just hide behind their Twitter, essentially. Like, they don't necessarily have profile pics of themselves. It's like maybe a dog. I'm about to say. It's, you know, it's things a like player. a football player, things no. like that. And they'll, like, disguise themselves as sharps or professionals. And the one, the one thing I want to put out is I'm not a professional gambler. I'm not there yet. Like, it takes time to get there. But what I'm trying to, like, build with the Annie Up thing is the, the actual, like, um, in the community, like consulting hand to hand, like be there with you every step of the way. I just remember last year, a lot of times I wake up in the morning, 9 a.m. or whatever, and I get texts about, oh, what you think about this bet, or what you think about, like, you know, this parlay, et cetera. And it's just like, a lot of times, you know, people will have like the kind of the wrong idea of how to make money. And, you know, this, this, this idea is how to grasp people and really teach them how to do it the proper way instead of just finding a random guy on Twitter who puts out, you know, maybe a couple of weeks he had good picks. And then, you know, he starts, you know, fading into the background and make another Twitter next week. So Interesting. I didn't even know that's how the market was going. Oh, it's out here. It's out here. All right. So, Keith, how do you fit into this role? We know Marcus is sort of the the one who has brought us here. Um as the tech guy, I'm assuming, this is all assumptions at this yeah, point. I guess, um, so yeah, like Pete said, me and him, you know, we've been going back just talking about the bed and shit or whatever. That's been going. Um, you know, Pete is the idea guy. This is, you know, his brainchild. And when he was talking to me about it, I mean, I just, I mean, I guess I could just get into my own background. Mm-hmm. I, like, I do some, I guess, techie stuff for, like, you know what I mean, for a living. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking that, you know what I mean, I could help, and it was... It was an interesting project that I was also I was all, I was already working on something an idea, um, you know what I mean like on my own and what he was talking about like you know what I mean kind like, of they, they diverge that. basically what I was trying to do on my own was kind of like what Action Sports Network is now, um, but you know I was building it like very low stages and then when that came out I was like hmm, I wanted to pivot because like they were like a huge company and I was just like whatever. <laughs> But what Pete was talking about was definitely more what I was trying to get at. And I guess long term for the um, Annie Up stuff would be like we will have our own like, you know, platform that people can go on and, you know what I mean, you know, buy picks from, from exactly. the experts. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, I like this idea about hand to hand with betting and then teaching people how to make money because I, I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, what's minus five? Right. And I'm like, that's a spread. You know, it seems very simple to me because we've been talking, mm-hmm. at least within certain circles, mm-hmm. this sort of language, at least for the last two to three years now. So it doesn't right. make minus plus, you know, on the numbers, all this. You got $100 to win. Mm-hmm. All these different sort of nuances to betting. How do you guys get people to come? Or is it how does the transaction, how does the traffic work? I just think, like, so far, like, all we have right now, like, I'm the website should be, like, the big uh, launch soon. It's, like, a, as far as a soft launch. And then uh, I'm going to start, like, having Keith's bill from there. But the it's a lot of people that just love sports overall. Like, just the Twitter alone, like, gets kind of, like, you know, Back, not want to say backlash, but responses from people who have no idea. You know, I man, I don't. They, you know, the follow to followers ratio maybe doesn't look great, but you know, they they reply like people are interested in sports, and a lot of people believe to their core that they know what's going down on the everyday basis in sports. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna kick there, whatever. And especially with the NFL, <laughs> that that shit doesn't always happen. Like especially with when when spreads are involved, so. 
Uh, there are a lot of people, like I was just Googling, I'm trying to figure out the, the Saints spread because we were talking about something offline, but a lot of people, like one of the top Google questions is what is against the spread? What does the spread mean? Like there are a lot of people that love sports, know sports, have watched sports for years. Like I'm talking about your 30, 40 year old guys that know the know the game, mm-hmm. but they don't know anything about betting on the game. Mm-hmm. And even when they do think about actually betting on the game, they don't know the nuances because Real bettors don't bet games, they bet numbers. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So let's dive into real bettors don't bet games, they bet numbers. How does a fan, because this is the problem I've come to see with people who bet, fans don't bet as sort of numbers guys, they bet as That's fan right. guys. Right. So it's like, hey, I like this guy. This is my favorite player. I think this guy's better than him. Yeah. Without any sort of tangible evidence, without any numbers, without anything to be like, yeah, he's actually better than him, and then they go make decisions. How do you convince? Like, I, I, it's like Adam Thielen, for example, to me is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He's a guy, I know this isn't really betting, but like for fantasy purposes, he's probably like a really great player. But I think a lot of people's minds, he may not be as good for whatever whatever he's not reasons, Brown you know he's not these. And I wonder how do you how are you able because I think at least to me fantasy and betting are somewhat in the same sort of realm as sort of like how people sort of take it in and use it. How do you get people to be like, no, this is actually like these numbers actually bear out. Like I may not win all the time, but sixty out of third, sixty out of forty, I'll win. How, how do you get that to happen? Um, well, I mean, I think the first things first is you have to really establish, like, if you want to just bet recreationally and just kind of have fun with it, or do you actually want to make money? And, like, where I know where I come from, like, or you, you, you want to make money. You don't, you don't play with your money for fun. So, you know, but a lot of guys, like, one thing that I'm, I'm happy about is that, like, I've, I've taught a couple of guys, you know, the, you know the, the basics of sports betting and got into them. But I, I've gotten those guys out of the casino. So you're no longer, you know, spending your time going to casino, buying drinks or whatever, and spending as much on it, uh, as much as, like, sports gambling is more, you know, you can read into it, you can mm-hmm. kind of figure out some data behind. When you're in a casino, I mean, there's obviously some uh, nuances to that as well, but a lot of people just go in there just to have a good time and leave. So I, I, I try to, like, get people out of the casino and realize, yo, if you really want to make money, you probably shouldn't bet on the teams that you like because it, it's it's mm-hmm. a conflict, conflict of, of interest. interest. And, um, you know, the players that you love, uh, you know, those are great. But really, let's just say, for instance, like I love um, like a, a great defensive end like Clowney that just got traded. But Clowney doesn't make that big of an impact on the game as much as a quarterback does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to think in, in terms of that as well. Keith, you have any takes on that? Um. Well, I guess just to go back to your point of how you get people to, I guess, believe in mm-hmm. the numbers, um, I guess that's what the whole Anya brand is about. Um, Mook X, where we're going to be tracking, you know, what we pick, and that's, like, literally the whole point. If we weren't doing that, that would be, you know, mm-hmm. the safest that you could do. But, yeah, but a lot but of people yeah, do do that. Saying, yeah, no, I know. That's what people, that's what people was getting at. Yeah, at the beginning. That's what yeah. we try to, you know, mm-hmm. that's how we're going to try to, you know, mm-hmm. the ourselves different. You know, mm-hmm. we have, you know, we have the proven track record that, you know, doing, and, that plus telling people what the methodology is that we do that is not all the things that Pete said is not you know betting with your heart like mm-hmm. you were talking about it is just sticking to the numbers you know looking for good plays where to put your money you know those two things added together we will hope you know smart people will realize that that's a good way to go about it right. you know you can't you're not gonna convince everybody though you know? yeah, yeah. True. And, you know you need people like that in the market 
to be oh, honest, yeah, to make money. <laughs> and we think that it's going to be a lot more people like that because, you know, obviously the legalization is going to be more casual, better. Yeah. And and that is the whole point for Anya. We think it's a perfect time to strike a market that people are not, you know, obviously there are a lot of people who are savvy to it. Like, it's a huge market already, but... Underground, right. for what it's worth. But yeah, but yeah, it's, you know, pretty much underground. And it's also just like, it's only in like a couple of places in the country. You know? Gotcha. Uh, no. I was I was curious about prep. How does one how do you guys I know every sport is different. We talked about this the last time, you know, you don't you knew different stuff. Me and you hanging out this weekend, we were just watching football. Like right. I was like, damn, P we really watching all these games, like northern Iowa's Iowa State. I, I told I told yeah. P I told Keith last night, he was like, I ain't seen a triple overtime game in college football. I was like, I saw one this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I said he was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I was with P. I he was like, ah. Crazy. So for me, how do you guys prep? I know watching, you know, finding, you know, routines or the patterns and that, but like for the numbers what is the prep is there a database i know you can't give out all the secrets but is there right. a database is there a sort of like hey i catch this i you know i catch this this there how does it work well i mean i guess the number one thing where i would just tell people to like obviously don't just be buying blindly betting on on games like you know pick a niche you don't want to just be betting on everything you pick a sport that you do know a little something about you know you know just literally betting because somebody said that they were going to win like that's mm. rule number one and once you get past that it's like thinking that you have some sort of foundational knowledge about what you're about to bet on you know you can look for little stats here and there but it's more so about with me personally playing the odds and stuff like that but there's different ways to go about it like Pete is the kind of guy that you said like we'll watch all the film and you know what I mean literally look for <laughs> those little nuances and that's what a lot of you know what I mean the real sharp sharp people do like like you said like yo like We'll literally tell you, we'll know the difference between, like, if one left tackle gets hurt versus another. Exactly. Like, how much that will actually impact the game. How much the 4-3 versus the 3-4? Right, like, how right. much is, it does that this, versus this quarterback? You know, once you, you get into stuff like that. But, I mean, obviously, that's very football. Football. Specific, exactly. But, you know, it's little things like that with every different sport. <laughs> and, you know, you just learn all that as you go. Yeah, I mean, I think with prep, I really, uh, it really probably depends on your personality, first of all. Like, see, y'all know me, like, you know, off record, and, like, I'm super competitive, and, like, pretty much anything I do, I always just want to win, I always want to get an edge. So, you know, sometimes I can, you know, I can be the dirtiest guy in the game. I'll just try to go to extra lengths, and um, you guys seen in fantasy football. Like, <laughs> but, um... You have an asterisk by a championship, y'all. I took someone out the I league. I do have it. But, that, you know, we're going we're gonna to stick to where we're at, and we're just going to say that... So sometimes, like, I'll go to great lengths. I'll go. Like, I'll watch a game, the filthiest game that you've ever seen on a Thursday night with a, 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 Lafayette, a Louisiana and Lafayette team mm-hmm. in the swamps of New Orleans. Or, you know, shit like that. I mean, shit like that matters. Um, obviously, I follow all the beat writers that I can possibly imagine on Twitter and just try to figure out injuries as soon as you can. And just uh, any new – and I'm a motivational guy, like, Let's say, for instance, we're hooping or whatever. You know what I mean? Let's say I lose the, my team loses the first two. <laughs> that third one, I'm gonna go so hard like that. You know what I mean? That just that's my competitive nature. So I'm gonna just like find like look just the littlest things. Like if somebody's, uh, I believe last year I found out like someone had a. I think we seen them at like a club or something. We found out that someone just had a cold or something of that nature. Star player, maybe it was Carson Edwards or something like that, but. You know, you just try to find any little advantage, and you know maybe it could factor in something that the books don't have. So, 
I'm curious to, I was talking to someone randomly, and all these are random ass convos that did, actually did happen, um, about uh, standards, like, we were talking about poles, and minus three plus three as, like, you know, a standard, like, you know, gauge of the audience mm. that you're polling. Um, for football, we know, like, minus three, that's, like, standard home, well, away, you know, type of thing. What's a crazy number? And because it's football season, I'm gonna stick with football. But like, it's, in particular, college football, I saw a stat I can't remember, but it was like basically, uh, betters are about like 45 percent on bets of when a team is favored by more than like 36 points, like 105, 115, and like I think like 50, something, something like that, where they're they're not as good. What are some of those things that you guys look for? You guys sort of like, well, we stay away, and we're like, oh yeah, time to jump on that. What was it? Before you answer, what was the spread for the Howard game yesterday against UMD? So it was only thirty-one. Wow. Okay. And and I just tells you <laughs> that the books don't know everything. It's hard as fuck to keep up with all these programs. So like, you know, these these numbers and these spread. I'm sorry. What was your original question, Joe? My question was like, are there sort of sort of standard? Because for me, I was arguing with this girl about polling, but I it, it reminded me like when I see like minus seven, I'm like, eh. Right. And even if the team is really good, like if the Patriots, if the, I really think you want to win by if the 2011 now. Patriots were playing like the this, uh, the Detroit Lions team that went undefeated, and I saw them minus seven, I still be like, Ugh. just because it's football. What are some of those numbers that you see that you're like, all right, stay away. That's that's crazy. Or is it very much so everything is like play they, by all very different sports with different sports. So NFL is probably the easiest numbers to name, like the. Um, like you said, seven points. At that point, the team has to win by more than a touchdown mm-hmm. and an extra point. So if they do have that seven-point advantage, then you just win your money back. You don't win the actual mm-hmm. money. So um, that's a big number. Obviously, three. Three is the standard. So if, if teams are, quote-unquote, even the way the sports book look, uh, the home team would be favored by three. That's mm-hmm. the standard. So, But once you get to three-and-a-half, you start to look at the little nuances. So three-and-a-half... Seven, uh, seven and a half. Six is also a good number because of the two field goals. And so, uh, but uh, I think when you get to dogs, like big dogs, I would say plus like 14 and a half. Usually like, because that's, you have to win by two touchdowns, two, more than two touchdowns to win money. So, um, but I think I, I speak from the perspective of a dog. I like to take uh, an underdog, but I mean, you, you just find a good spread. Uh, but with college football, it's ridiculous. I mean, there are so many... <laughs> Uh, big big spreads and big games that um, especially the first week. Yeah, you try to just key in um, at least advantage. I try to look at like the first week. And me and Keys were talking about this as far as like trying to stay away from the first week of betting. Mm-hmm. It's so exciting, especially like with the NFL games. There are sixteen games, so I think of like those games as like uh, like the big time games. This overall like college, uh, the March Madness, Super Bowl. You know, you have these, like, big, the college football uh, playoffs. playoffs, And people always like to bet on those, like the general public. And it just kind of, like, you know, sways and messes up the actual, like, the real market where the real gamblers want to bet. So, you know, you got to stay away from that. But as far as numbers, college football is just always going to be crazy because, you know, the programs have such big differences. They're children. That's the crazy thing to me. I can never, I've, I've stayed away from betting because just like you don't know, you don't know if this kid ate last night. Like that ass, like you just don't know if like he failed a if he failed a history test and he's like worried about getting kicked off the team. You don't know if he's a nineteen year old starter. 
and he's a sophomore. Like, it's really crazy, bro. Like, you're 19 years old, you're a starting quarterback. It's your first time starting on national television, and you're playing a ranked team. It's just like, I, <laughs> that's I all bad, bro. Like, you shouldn't win that. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm saying? So that's, and I think that's the thing. How much of it, because I know we keep talking about numbers, but there's a very human element. You talked about being a motivational guy. How do you check yourself from the human element to be like, nah, I, I can't do that, or yes, I can, I should do that? Um, I just think when you first got to realize, like, you know, you, you have a possibility of losing your money. Like, that's always, uh, that should be first in your brain. Like, oh, I can lose bread here. So I, I think that you just got to kind of just key in on the things that you really value as a better. Like certain things, like I said, mm. I value motivation, but I also value, um, you know, like coaching. And like, uh, let's say, for instance, um, what was it? We watched Florida State yesterday. Yep. The coach. Uh, what's Tagger. Uh, yeah, Tagger. Luke, what a Willie. Ta- Willie Tag. Willie, 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 Willie. Good old Willie. He's um he's he's on his going to be on his way out the door. His team's undisciplined. His team don't like respond well to pressure and like coaches like that you bet against. Like you learn like you learn these nuances from these coaches and these these court and NFL coordinators are a really big deal. So like you learn these nuances and you figure out what they're really made of. Like cuz most of these coordinators in, in football period, have been going from college football to NFL to maybe an AFL, whatever, back all their life, like 30 mm-hmm. plus years. So you you know who they are like, traditionally. So I think that's how I can. Yeah. Keys? Um, I guess to go back to your point, like the numbers that I look for and stuff like that, um, I guess I just try to look for ways in which Vegas seems like to overreact to certain things. Like maybe... What Pete was talking about, Jadavion Clowney get hurt just hypothetically for a game in the line move. If if he it's only a couple of defensive people that if they get hurt, I'm expecting the line to move at all. Khalil Mack. Right. So yeah. like those are spots in which I'm thinking like I'm gonna consider betting the other way. Like why would the line move? Because, you know, one person got hurt. If it's mm-hmm. not a quarterback or something like that, you know, those just I guess that's what any of us gonna try to teach the people, like how to pick little spots like that. And you know what I mean? Just get the most value out of your money. And just know that obviously you're not going to win everything. You only need to win 55% of your bets to be profitable. Okay, so the education and the betting will be separate? Um, Well, yeah, yeah, the education because, I mean, some people, you don't want to just go out. Some people don't want to go out there and just be gambling blind. Like, you want to learn the game. So if you want to just learn... just want to learn the game, then yeah, we'll teach you how to you know learn them. So that is a separate service. Then yeah, that's why it's more of a consultant thing as opposed to just yeah. you know I mean we sell picks. We sell picks. <laughs> right. So I'm interested from like going now getting back to Annie up in the consulting thing. You talked about one point like there'll be videos, there'll be other stuff. I'm guessing like breakdown, like you know like this like because you. Keeps me talking about how like you watch like film, like right, you're right, into right. that type of stuff. So how does one? Go from hey, this person does this on defense. Plug A gap, plug B gaps to now turn that to hey, now that's why you should put twenty dollars on this. How do you sort of because I can see both ways. I can see you being like, oh yeah, I, I now know sports, mm-hmm. so now mm-hmm. I'm done here. How do you now you know switch it or is that not the point? Like I don't I don't know exactly maybe what the end goal is. Knowledge profitable. Yeah, I mean, knowledge is definitely profitable. Like so, but I, I just want them to see that even though like you're, uh, so let's say um, I find a game or whatever like that, 
and there's I guess there's a situation where you you, you obviously you always want to win, but you, you get yourself in a position where you you find a team, you feel that the team is good, um, you've been kind of keeping up with the team, but you haven't watched them. Mm-hmm. You don't know really what's going on. How, how did this team win this game? So like I watched a, a game yesterday where or two days ago where I'm not going to say the team, but the um, the team had a great defense. It was speedy, and they were playing. They were uh, maybe a you know a lower ranked opponent. They were playing a pretty good team. Great defense, speedy defense. Uh, the 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 score was uh, pretty much on the underside, but the quarterback and the center exchange was fucking god awful. Like they just couldn't do it out of the shotgun. Okay, so okay, that's okay, something okay, you just okay. keep in your mind. And now you look, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. What are you doing? So like, that's something you keep in your mind, and you realize, hey, if, you, if they go with a, a stout defensive line or a stout defensive tackle, like they're gonna have issues, and they're not gonna have a good quarterback um, center exchange. Exchange. Okay. But as far as like the actual film, like me, like showing film, like 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 you said, the A gaps and things like that. I think that's gonna uh, probably be my next step of having like the actual twelve on twelve film mm-hmm. on the website. But for now, like the film that I watch is just kind of gonna be the film that I watch and just uh, you know give people an idea of what people are doing. Okay, so one thing I peeped about Danny of Twitter, which I really love. It's like, uh, for example, you're a tight end guy. You were talking about, you tweeted something about George Kittle. Love the tight end. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, speak, this is a fantasy type thing. Like, how you just talking about how. Uh, uh, wait, one second, you guys are really getting into like fantasy talk on him and the app because I just think, I really think they mesh so well, but. Well, no, fantasy, the, fantasy the world like, of fantasy and, and betting and, yeah, and gambling. Like the numbers and oh, all that. Yeah. Bro, but that's just, that's yeah. just, you know. Because I was like, because I, how you was like, because uh, like, yeah, George Kittle, like we were talking about Adam Thielen, mm-hmm. is one of those guys like a tight end you wouldn't think about getting. Yeah. But it's just like, bro, like he fake average like nine yards of reception last year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's not, that's like, that's excellent for a fantasy football standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, do you think that's something that y'all gonna keep going? Is that another thing that would become with video coverage? Just to like, yeah, we gave you the numbers and like the literary part of it, but here's video evidence to back it up. Absolutely. So that's one of the big things. Like he's brought up to me early. Like I remember he sent me a site or whatever that uh, was like, you know, sort of like giving picks as well. And I was just like, I think it's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna do that, but we're also gonna like talk about gambling. Mm-hmm. And like we know we listen to like podcasts and stuff that talk about gambling, but they never talk about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about that as well and do the podcast and like record like record some of the podcasts and go out and like I've been talking to some guys like we're you know with the Redskins and their blog people and try to like go out and talk to you know different athletes or you know just broadcast something outside of the stadium. So just things like that is just I just want to like cover it all and have it all under scope and just kind of get like that you know all of it popping in, in one so I, it could be a one stop shop. Okay, okay. All right. Um. So back to some betting, actual betting. There is different types of bets. I think everyone knows the basic a game bet. You know, hey, straight money I'm mean, straight money line, even spreads. But for other things, like sort of prop bets, things that I think people over the long haul, people who really think they know sports, something comes to mind, season totals. Yep. How do you guys, I know it's a little, it might, no, it's not too late. Football season start on the 5th. You can still no, get your season yeah. totals in. Still, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. How do you get 
like a frame of mind to say, hey, this is a 16-game season, and that team is going to win seven out of 16. Him, the big Redskins fan here, has been adamant four and 12. He's been adamant four and 12 since at least like April. Mm-hmm. How do you convince him if the before under, the draft, but if the number for the Redskins <laughs> was six, the draft. that he should stay under and bet under on his season totals. Him as an example, how do you guys get to season totals? Let's talk about them first as an idea and how you actually bet on them. Well, I mean, for me personally, season totals, I feel like it's a pretty simple. It's more of a simple equation because you're you're betting, like you said, you're betting a long haul, so. In your head, I guess you're mitigating risk. There's, I feel like there's more risk in the sense of if you got a team that's relying on one person, if they get hurt, you know, mm-hmm. the total. Andrew risk. Luck and the coach. Right. I feel like season totals are perfect for the person that you name because they're perfect for the pessimistic better. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? No one wants to be that guy that's sitting there rooting for a team to lose every week. But... <laughs> If you I feel like it's much easier to predict the teams that you think are going to lose every week than it is to predict the teams that are going to win every week. Mm. So, personally, I do like going unders with season totals. I feel like people fall in love with overs because they think they know what team's going to be good mm. this year. Man. Yes. I feel like, historically, it's much easier to predict what teams are going to be bad this year as opposed to what teams are going to be good. So, for me personally, good shit. I like going unders with season total. And like you said, the, you know... The pessimistic Redskins fan might think it's saying four and twelve. Uh, well, the like you said, the total is six right now. So oh, I just guessed it. Right. They, they already think I it's going to be two under. The Redskins won seven games last year. They did. So the mm-hmm. so the spread for this year is already one lower than last year. Um, I mean, looking at their team, I can't really see like ways in which they improve significantly. At so. All. I mean, I like to say four and twelve shit. That sounds like a good bet to me. Um, so yeah, that's just a little insight how how I would put a bet on you know season totals. But there's a lot of different factors you can look into. Like someone who is more of like the P style of betting, obviously knowing like he's more of a you know well rounded like just football better in general. He goes way harder in college football than me. So people's draft classes, he probably evaluate much better than me, and that would go into season totals. So, like, little stuff like that is, you know, what people can expect to get from any of Yeah, you know, just just bouncing off what Keith said. So, that that's how it would help me because I watch a little more college football and I, I can kind of, like, know some of the players. But even when you, you get to the, that point, it's, um, you know, season totals, like, I know just this is kind of just understanding yourself as a better. Like, we have our guy, Drew, who's really good with season totals. He's, he's good at, like, finding an over or under, but... Me, I'm not as good as as that because certain rookies, although they can be good, now if they deal with, if they have to start dealing with injuries, that can kind of mess up your ideology of things. So um, while I have bet some season totals like the Redskins under, <laughs> but um, it, it's just it's it's tough overall to evaluate because it's such a long period of time. Um, so. That's something, like, just in itself. Like, yo, I know myself. I know myself as a gambler. I try to stay away from those, personally. I'm more of a week-to-week gambler where I can see something that just happened last week, mm-hmm. um, get a good feel while I'm, you know, actually watching the teams play instead of, get hurt. instead of predicting the teams to play. And that's another thing about the week one thing we were saying. People, like, those week one lines come out, like, so early before the season starts. And the sharp bettors bet on them super early. And then the casual betters get on them. So these lines are like, they're not like true and soiled to what they you know were from the beginning. 
and the more the week two to week sixteen lines are are better or better you can get a better grasp. All right, so I have a question. With this new IR thing, how does that affect the betting and stuff like that? Because you got people that would seem to be healthy, and then now they're hurt. So that like would that affect? Uh, like a, what you mean, like the pup list or people like not being like, like disclose their injuries? Jerick McKinnon, for example, mm-hmm. like they said that he would be healed by the time yep. the end of the season happens, but they had to put him on the, the new with the new IR rule, like he's gone for the rest of the year. Yeah, so I just think that's a product of just. Um, well, I think that would affect fantasy more so. Than, yeah, 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 definitely, and that's why like one of the things that Andy Up stands strong for is you don't. <laughs> You don't have your fantasy draft until final cuts are made <laughs> and the full preseason, and you know all the injuries and the uh, suspensions that are looming, like things like that. So, um, you know, we try to wait. Like, if there's some, I'm sure there's some schmuck out there with. Um, uh, well, LaShawn McCoy got picked yeah, up, so that's cool. Yeah, got picked up, so that's not too bad. But. Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, Lamar, Lamar Miller, Miller out there yeah. with a torn ACL. Like, yeah. that sucks. Like, that sucks in the week three. So somebody had Lamar Miller and Andrew Luck. Jesus. And he's just like, well, fuck it. Delete the app. <laughs> Delete the app in the preseason. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that is crazy. Delete the app in the preseason. But you think Marlon Mack would be a good pickup? Um, I would because I think they're going to run the ball more than they would with Andrew. Andrew Luck is more of a gunner and they're going to throw more with him. So it's funny you should say that though because I saw a stat that said like Marlon Mack out snapped Naheem Hines, like the second guy. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it was something like four to one mm-hmm. when the Chiefs were winning. Mm-hmm. But when the Chiefs are down, they're passing more. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Naheem Hines. Out snap Marlon Mack like four to one. Wow. So I'm just thinking they're gonna be down. They're a gonna lot. be down a lot this season. <laughs> well, more more often than they would be with Andrew Luck, you would just think. So I don't know. I I'm actually a little down on Marlon Mack in terms of fantasy, but I wouldn't be surprised. I I believe in him as being a much more talented runner than Hines, though. I know. So that's that's one I would look out for. Like, you know, on face you would think, yeah, we run more because we don't have. You know what I mean, Andrew Luck. But, but at the same time, we're maybe down, you might so. have to pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is, I feel like you get a that uh, a sense of like what that backfield is gonna look like mm-hmm. around like the middle of the middle of the season. You'll see because I feel like at this point it's very boomer bust. I like Marlon Mack much more with Andrew Luck as well. All right, a few more things. Uh, just as far as betting, um, will any of be going into like prop to prop bets and those other stuff? Was the Gatorade going to be yellow? Oh, uh, no, no, you know, yeah, stuff, yeah, just yeah. like weird <laughs> shit like that. Because I feel like for the casual better, and this is just strictly just an obser- observation. That's what they like to bet about, like to bet on, not things that are sort of really quantifiable. Things gotta, that are just we got to top out insiders. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know we do got insiders. Don't get us wrong. You know we. <laughs> numbers guys but we got people up there exactly. and that's, and, you know what I'm saying <laughs> and that's what I'm curious about because that that interests me because I wonder <laughs> is there a way is there a way for is there even a way for that to be done for you to be like hey because I've seen Darren Ravel at least as the last 20 times the Gatorade has been that or that right. and that. So, like, is there anything in that for any up, or is that just not something you think enough? Uh, definitely. I mean, any way to, to find a way to make money gambling is something <laughs> that we're into if it's sports-related. Like it. So, um, 
Like, yeah, prop bets are definitely something. I remember I started out really betting prop bets because um, it, was, it was playoffs, and they would do, like, playoffs total, um, you know, total over-under for points, mm-hmm. points, rebounds, assists all together, depending on the player. So um, prop bets are always cool, but there are ways of quantifying, like, like Gatorades as far as, like, the past seasons of over things like that, but... Um, overall, like, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to deliver them and, like, do our research and do the due diligence. But, you know, you got to do, you realize the prop bets are, you know. What they are. Yeah, what they are. Like, they're kind of like a fun bet to, to go about. I, um, but I bet a prop bet in the um, the Super Bowl this past season for Robert Woods. I think I had him over, was it four and a half or three? I think it was four and a half receptions. And I believe he had four because Bill Belichick's a, a douche. But, <laughs> um, so, I mean, prop bets are fun. Um, and, but I, they, I don't think they will ever be, be delivered as like, oh, this is what our best feeling of this week is. This is the bet to go with. I don't. I think it'll be rare that that's, that's a little the case. funny bet type down. Yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, and, and in some cases, like we might find like, yo, this shit is gonna happen. Like this prop bet is it, it be happening. So like maybe it will be like our best bet. But uh, I think more times than not, it won't be. So yeah, we'll have them available. With the prop bets, I feel like you just gotta look for trends. Like uh, I feel like what was it last season? Heads or tails at the Super We were kidding. We were killing them. Oh, heads. <laughs> that's funny. But we were killing them last season on uh, betting under Kevin Durant made three pointers a game. Wow. It was always like um, because it's KD. Obviously, he's one of the best shooters in the game. Mm-hmm. They will always give him. I think uh, yeah, three or four. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like yeah, it was. It would be like three mm-hmm. or something, but. If you look at it, he's not even shooting that many three pointers to make three. Mm-hmm. So it just because of how the team was playing, but just out of who he was, and you the know, name. What I mean, mm-hmm. people like Vegas, like they would never put the line down to you know, what I mean, where uh, another player, you know, what I mean, a regular player who actually shoots the, as many three pointers that he does would do because he has the ability you know, to make five and nobody would blink at it. Yeah. But it was always under. He was one of like. And it was a very attractive number, you know what I mean, that make you think, like, oh, I should bet the over. And I feel like a lot of people were betting the over, but that was one of the prop bets that, like, you know, sometimes you can ride it. But that's the kind of stuff you keep on the low, you know. You know <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And, that, and that's the reason, like, you're right. There was a few trends like that. The uh, Gilgis uh, Alexander, I remember he had a run that we were betting for a little while. Um, um, SGA. Yeah, over, SGA. It was what? It was, like, over um, 12 combined rebounds and assists. Easy exactly. Money. <laughs> Easy money. He was hitting that like for. He was oh. averaging like six and five. You know what I mean? He just had to have a little, like, you know what I mean? A regular game, more mm-hmm. or less. Mm-hmm. So things like that, like trends and stuff, like we'll, we'll find them and like we'll be on them, but you mm-hmm. can't tell everybody that. And that's the thing about the consultant. That's what you're paying for. That's what you're you're getting that as well as you're, you're able to learn the game, um, you know, develop your skills in the game and, you know, just figure out what's best for you is better. So. Okay. And another type of bet that I. Kind of like, but I'm not really um, really a fan of. I don't know how that works, but um, shit, we were talking about these earlier. Um, parlays? No, well, not parlay. You know, I love a parlay. I love but, a parlay. Uh, <laughs> fuck, the joints where they... Teasers. they Teasers. Thank the you. Teasers. The teasers. Exactly. Teaser, teaser, guy. I'm sitting this one out. Teaser. You know what I'm saying? The teasers, see, the teasers are us. very against me. It's just like, it's too much for me. I don't like to be played with. <laughs> <laughs> they literally, it's right there in their name. They tease you. The teasers, tease, the teasers are the things that remind you. It just like humbles you. It reminds you that... 
all this shit at the end of the day is gambling and anything can fucking happen. <laughs> because you swear you got some shit like, this is going to hit. And it never hits. Fuck it never hits. <laughs> yeah, the teasers are... So the teasers are essentially the, the gambling spreads that the Vegas books put out. And um, you can get better or worse odds depending on how you sway it. So the one that I usually do is... Where I'll gain about uh, six extra points to tease. So if I get uh, the Browns plus six, now I can have them at plus twelve. Um, and but some people take teasers where they'll do just a um, a half a point where it's maybe so they were plus six. Now maybe they're plus six and a half, and they'll give you better odds for that. So um, like like you said, teasers. But you always have to combine <laughs> them. You can't do just one game. You have to combine them. So. Essentially, teasers are parlays on steroids. And, um, I mean, you can have fun with them. Like, I've won my fair share. I think I've, I think I've lost less than I've won. But the ones that you lose, you're like, what the fuck? How like, convenient how is that? Wow. Not even how I do it because I know. But how the fuck did that happen? Like, <laughs> what, how did this, how did, how did we get to this point? How did so, it not hit? You know, but I'll, I'm always an advocate of being a, a straight better first and letting, you know, teasers and parlay, you know, that be kind of the, the play, the, you know, the recreational money you have. So, straight bets. Straight that's bets. Your, yeah, that's the way to go. Alright, yeah, because I really I do love myself a good teaser. I don't lie. I, when I see that plus sixteen, and we we just saw just a parlay, like, a three team parlay got put down today for thirty thousand dollars to win one hundred eighty thousand dollars in Vegas. And I'm looking at it like, damn, I like this ticket. Man. Said, you were the only one of the room who seemed to be. This is a pretty good ticket. Seemed to be happy about the ticket. I mean, it was one game I won with, but other than that, it was just like, hey. They but, had that's, but that's the, the parlay, though. Yeah. They had um, the Steelers plus six going against the Patriots. And if you know anything about the Patriots and Bill Belichick, what do they say? Uh, September is an extension of the preseason. Mm-hmm. That's their motto. And you just see them making all these fucking trades <laughs> and releasing, and they're still getting their shit together. And they're just coming off a Super Bowl win. Picking up all line, man. They don't like to win in September. They like to win in February. So, like, that's, you know, that's their thing. They, they still get their shit together at this point. So, can I see them losing the game? Yeah. Can I see them just winning by three? Yeah. Can I see them winning by six or less? Hell yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the Falcons plus four. Who are the Falcons playing? Does anybody know? Anybody know? Falcons. They're the Falcons, bro. They lost. Super Bowl in dramatic fashion. No, they're not playing nobody that tough. That's why I'm looking at like the spread is. Okay, so the Falcons are playing the Vikings. They're at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can see them winning. Were the Vikings that great? Like I can see this. You know, essentially, they're. I think these are pretty even teams. Like essentially, like it was all health. Everybody healthy. You know, Deion Jones come through rocking shit. Keanu yeah. O'Neal coming back, safety. Yeah, Duke Riley back healthy again. Duke Riley. And all of them were out last year, the majority of last year. So all those guys coming back. Yeah, Dalvin Jones Cook. Yeah, yeah, those defensive guys back. So I think that's a, a three-point spread at the yeah. end of the day. They still get their whole line back and court. Exactly. Back. <laughs> those are even teams. Like, those are, at the week, week one, I think those are even teams. And what do we say about even teams? Minus three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got the Vikings favored by four. So you got the Falcons plus four. That's a point. That, that's all you need as far as a gambling. Like the, these books are not only going to be, but so off. So that one point, that's that's an advantage. You take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was the Texans plus seven at New Orleans. 
And that was the kind of like the worst one I was looking like, uh, but. That's the one I was really just saying. Yeah, yeah, before we started, I was looking at New Orleans because I remember last year they started off against Tampa Bay and lost to Fitzpatrick in that shootout. Well, the last three years, that was as far as back I could look. Up to week three, they didn't cover any of their fucking spreads. <laughs> so, <laughs> so traditionally now you got this team that doesn't cover spreads early in the season. You got this other team that um, uh, doesn't value September as much as they do you know, November, December. Maybe and you got this other team we think is even. You got a, a another point in your in your favor. That's a, that's a good bet. And I'm not going to say they're going to win. Yeah, no. But it's just like you said. This is about the odds and the numbers. Right. And you the numbers say that it's a good this bet. This guy's going to put $30,000 out looking at anything. Like, he, he's looking at the same shit I just announced. Plus more, I'm sure. Like, mm-hmm. 30000 worth. So. Okay. All right. Um. Now, no, I think Saints want to stand the only one. I was just like, eh. Yeah, but when I just mentioned that now, yeah, you yeah, like, oh, they, yeah. they start off the season. Yeah, so that that was my last question before I actually get to, I think, my fiscal question. Um, I, what about trends over time? I work with somebody. I work in sort of sports media myself. And, sort of. Sort of. Huh. And uh, the person <laughs> who I work with, he hates when we talk about trends over time in sports because he believes that every season is a new season in itself. It is particular to that season and that season only. So stuff like this team is five and, you know, 12 and two in the last 14 versus a team in football that doesn't matter to him because this year, 2019, is 2019. So what happened in 2014 has absolutely no bearing on 2019 because it's not the same team. How do you guys feel about that from a betting standpoint? Hell no, that's not that's not good advice. <laughs> essentially, there's nothing to look back on. Like you're just living in the week to week. That that's the worst thing to do to live in a week to week process. And I I think like he he has a sort of a point where you don't want to look at this broad, um, you know, from ancient NFL into now as mm. what. It, but if you have a, a coaching regime that's been there since like I'm a Carolina fan, been there since 2011. I'm going to look at the stats and data since 2011 under this current regime. So even though I said I don't like to bet on my teams, I know that Carolina has some uh, deficiencies that, like, sometimes I'll try to take advantage of. Like, they don't close out games well at all, so that's something that sometimes I'll take advantage of. Um, so, uh, but but to, you have to – you need data to quantify. If not, then you're just – you're gambling every on a, on a whiff every week, so. Any – any – personal feelings about that uh, sort of concept or idea, Keys? I mean, I feel like, I guess it makes sense to a certain extent. Like, to what Pete said, like, you gotta think about, like, how long coach is there. I guess it, it matters more in other sports. Mm-hmm. Where I would say, obviously, with, like, co- something like college basketball, the, literally the entire team is new every year. Damn the bigger pro- yeah, uh, yeah. program. So, mm-hmm. it's like, obviously, I wouldn't really care what the team before them did. Um, but there are, you know, Cases in which like there is a trend here, like there's something going on, like you know Andy Reid. It's like I don't know, you tripping if you about to bet on him. Like I mean, like you know what I mean. <laughs> no, like, no, no, like, I think I think that's the thing about numbers. Has, he, at this point, he's a person of the like, you know what I mean. Like the trend and the numbers and the history shows me that. Like, I'm not about to bet on him to win at all. Like he's gonna have to do it first at least once before <laughs> yeah. I bet on him. No, and that's my thing cool. about. Because we kept talking about the numbers and I, and we didn't talk about the human factor, but I think that's the thing because there's always a number if you really want to do this. Like, we can find 
I feel something. Like, I feel like whoever said that, that's just that was just their like their angle on whatever time. You said it was a sports media because yeah, because we they we, can't possibly believe that if they do sports media. Because. No, no, but that's the that, no, no. Honestly, that's the one thing he hates. Like he he's like anytime. Like I remember it was the Nuggets versus the Blazers in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it was some number about basically. How the the Blazers hadn't beat, or one of them teams hadn't beat over a long. I do, I do agree with those ones. When it's like you're going all the way back, with literally to a time where the people playing weren't even born yet, <laughs> and like yeah, obviously some of those are just like more so just to like look at how gaudy like the streak is, or people just love streaks. So I do understand that. Like if you're just saying that to poke, like yeah, you know he's, what I mean? he's, make he's, fun or just like you know, like, I do not like the whole idea of just like holding on to these streaks and making them seem so significant in terms of these one games I definitely agree with that but in terms of betting and if you know like a certain person or like always like does a certain thing then yeah my thing is like (laughs) college football I think is a big one for me like Nick Saban or LSU in night games LSU and you know home games you know those little things I think if you're true like if you gamble gamble that's of that might be of interest. That might be a sway you, other yeah. other than you know maybe another. Other I think those are stats more so on the venue yeah. than the actual the team or the staff. And with things like that, you could take advantage of because um, I'm always thinking from an underdog perspective. But if you have um, maybe an LSU team that isn't under less miles right now, that's sort of have less expectations. Mr. Coach. <laughs> that has less expectations. Well, maybe you understand that that you can go crazy, you know what I mean? But you also have to quantify, you know, the players, the staff. Like, I'm, I'm not sure about... Uh, yeah, I don't think those numbers should be no, taken right. uh, um, independently. Or, But I but I wonder to you guys, guys who actually look into this a little right. bit more, do they hold any weight? It's a variable. I mean, essentially it's a variable, but we deal with a lot of variables in order exactly. to try to gain an advantage. So it's like Seattle at home. Is that more so crazy a team or coach thing, or that's, is that a stadium type thing? So that is a that's definitely coaching as well. The stadium, okay, because the coaching they identify themselves besides that one playing the Super Bowl as a, a run first team. You know, good defensive principles. Um, you know, so like with Seattle, you know that matters. That you know when they're at home, that place gets a rock and. They're against the spread, number, and they're a much better team at home than on the road. Seattle's been under the Pete Carroll era, so. Yeah. All right, this is so random, and I was I said I had, that was my last sort of, like, actual gambling question, but because of what's on the sleeve you have. Y'all going to have big three on the jump? It's, no. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen a big three spread, to be honest. I'm not going to say that they're not. They okay. are. You know how I know? I was on the panel. I was watching funny. a panel with Ice Cube and the other founder, and he said that in every major sports book, big three is on the uh, is on the book. And that on the days of the during the baseball season in the summer, they have the most money bet on them. I'm actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I'm gonna dive way deeper into that. I feel like this would be a, <laughs> no, seriously, it would be a way easier. Like, it's, it would, I feel like there's much less variables in the bigger, but there are so many more variables at the same time. All those things that are hard to predict, mm-hmm. where like you just literally some of these guys are yeah. so old and burnt out, it's like you don't know how they're gonna be feeling one day. But <laughs> <laughs> it is what it <laughs> to is. To be honest, but at the same time, like 
some of these teams is like literally they don't ever have a big man. Like big baby yeah. will be killing them. So it's like they, there's nothing you can do. Al like, Harrison, that one, yeah. Wow. And mm-hmm. Al Jefferson, not too long ago. Well, Al Jefferson killing them. Yeah, I want Al Jefferson on this team. Yeah. I don't want to commit to anything, but. I, I am intrigued by the by the fact that you know I'm So my thing was before I got to the the actual point is there sports or is there a sport that you guys will not? And I'm not talking about from any up. This is just more so personal now that you have no business will stay away from and you just cannot do. It is <laughs> not one, two, three. Hockey. So thank you. I, I like that. What is it about hockey that you guys cannot fathom or just hey? I feel like that shit is wild when it comes to that. What what is it? What is it? Give me give Everything, me what the thing about it is. It's like for me personally, because I don't watch it that much. I mean that's the number one thing. I don't watch hockey. But also second, just looking at it. Sometimes when I just browse the spreads or whatever, they usually it's just like puck line one and a half, and they just move the odds, and that's just too much. They just do too much, and it's like it's hockey's so fucking random. Like I can't do it. I would rather bet on soccer than hockey because I feel like I'm about to say because you know what I mean. The the talent is more of it's more of a very like you can say like oh they're really good and like they're really bad like you know what I mean you can point that out. Well, hockey is so random, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be a cultural thing, but like you said, I never, <laughs> yeah. I never, never watched. I mean, I watched hockey, but I wasn't like great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's thinking like he never bet on hockey. Maybe I've seen him bet on hockey. In a parlay, I'm sure. I've seen him bet on hockey. Never, never straight. I never straight. But I've seen you bet on hockey. The Rangers will stay up in the parlay that you sent me. Definitely see you bet on hockey. But never straight bet on that. I don't, I don't watch. We get it. Hockey. We get it. No straight bets of hockey. I don't like, watch we... hockey. I don't play <laughs> it. I, I never played it. It's just something that, you know, I'm not really I interested in. So, yeah, barely know the rules. It's just something that Soccer on ice, I don't have enough knowledge to. You know, if we get a hockey expert, like, we'll put him out there. Like, oh, no respect. Yeah, I just, so, listen, I had a. I, I, you, 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 can you the go worldwide on? leader let one dude carry the whole sport on his back for, <laughs> like, <laughs> for like a decade. Listen, they, has, <laughs> they, they have so yeah, many. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. They have so many beat writers. I don't think you guys realize. For real? Yeah, so many, so many hockey <laughs> beat writers. Yeah, Barry Melrose is the TV, is the Barry actual the TV, TV yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at, <and> that analyst <laughs> personality. <laughs> but in America, bro, they have like in Canada. some cities they have like seven <laughs> hockey beat writers. Mm. You'd be surprised. That's crazy. Well, they did fuck with hockey in Philly. Boston got like six. They fuck with their flyers. They do. Um, so. It's a consulting firm, so let's get to the, I think, what's really important. How do I pay for this? How much does it cost? How do I get involved? What is the, Bitcoin. what are you, what are you, <laughs> I know you're not joking, too. That's the funny part. <laughs> uh, what What do I, what can I, what is, what is offered, what's for free, was, you know, explain that last part to Annie up for us. Um, yeah, so as you, like, get on the website, like, we'll have different pricing. Pricing, pricing is going to vary, like, with, with sports. Um, mm-hmm. Education. We, yeah. So yeah. So prices vary from education to actually buying picks okay. to what type of picks you're buying, mm-hmm. um, like weekly, monthly, maybe season long, um, and then like you'll also be able like as far as like you know fantasy, you'll be able to like log in there and see like the things that we think waiver wire pickups. So it's just uh, like like I said, a one stop shop. But as far as like payment. Um, you know, it'll be up there, like, just like a regular, like, you know, shop somewhere. Like, you could buy the, you know, buy these, uh, these, you know, products here. 
And like I said, Kisa have picks there. I will have picks. Um, I'm greatest at NFL and college basketball, so I will charge more for those. Um, I would charge less for college football and. Uh, okay. That oh, so that brings me back to one, the question that I said uh, no to. Will you all only be covering your niches, or will you all be covering everything, and then charging for more for your niches? So covering everything, mm-hmm. but um, charging more for our niches. So okay. like, like I said, I kind of at this point we've been doing this. You know, we have our like group chat. We've been doing this for about mm-hmm. at least three years or so. Like we know. You know who's best at what things that they are like. So, like I said, college basketball, NFL, I'm you know good at. Drew is really good at like finding um, you know future odds, and you know Keese is you know very good at like finding trends in data. So, you know things like that. So that's why the prices will vary with things, and we, you know we won't. I won't you know have an NHL package because I don't have shit to tell you. I won't have a, <laughs> I won't have a soccer package because. I don't have much to tell you. My man Reek may have a soccer package, though. So, and that's something else to so, buy. So, I'm curious, um, and this might be digging a little bit too deep into your business model. Um, it's, it seems like there's multiple people on the site who give out picks and information, knowledge, and whatnot, and you get to, if not choose from their sort of sport pick, yeah. they pick them overall. Mm-hmm. Is that an option? Just like, hey. I like the, I sort of, like you said, Keith is sort of the data guy. You're sort of the film guy. I like this. I like the fact that he's the data guy. And maybe he's a little better on this sport than that sport, but I want to be involved with him. I can just buy all, like, is is there a way that... So that's the beauty in it, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you like, and that's the thing about, like, we were talking about keeping up with your records and stuff like that. Like, if you like the way that Keith bets... Then you want to keep betting with Keys. If you like the way that Keys bets just in college basketball, then you're going to bet with Keys in college basketball. Maybe you like uh, Drew's idea of NFL better or Rome's idea of college football better or something like that. Then, you know, you, you can bet with that. And like I said, you don't have to have a... Um, let's say your favorite your favorite sport personally to bet on is NFL. All right, so I'll, I'll take... Uh, I, you know, out of that example, I use Drew. I'll take his picks. But um, so I'll take his maybe full season long, boom, and that that goes to him. Like he gets paid for that, and he ever take a percentage. But it's not you know. So at that point, but maybe you're like, hey, college basketball, March Madness is around the corner. Let me see what Marky P's talking about for mm-hmm. March Madness. Let me see how his record's looking because he's pretty good at it. So maybe you just buy for uh, a month or a week just to see how that goes, and you know. So you have you have choices. Um, they're very, and you know, the picks would come in form of, uh, depending on how you want it, email, call, chat, and it can come in form of like a ticket. So, you know, it, it's just going to be, um, you know, you could buy whatever you want. And as far as the education, everybody's going to be involved. I try to like get, you know, all the brains that I know. Like, so. Would it be easy to cancel, like, a subscription with one of y'all say like I want to <laughs> 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 I'm just saying you the fans Luke I guess I'm asking the right questions no doubt no, like, no no like, because like, people get involved in things <laughs> you want cancel out of the yeah. world maybe your money but it's not like you want to leave it's just the fact that like say like you fucking with Keith one time and it's just like alright like I went on like 
the three week streak of losing. And then I go fuck with, like, say, I want to go fuck with P Rice. We see what he's talking about. And then I'm winning. It's like, oh, well, right, like, I don't want to pay for both, my nigga. Like, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I think you just got to be like careful what you're doing. So if, okay. if that's your ideology, I would think you would more be of a week to week picker than a, a season loan picker. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about me. No, no, nah, I'm just, you know, the person well, in general. That's what I'm saying. He's offering weekly, right, monthly, you know, personal and, and daily. Like, yo, this is what's happening and today daily. in college, bro. This is Tuesday in mm, February okay. when I'm getting it to fuck in. But you know, it's maybe the bet you want to choose. So you know, we got daily, weekly. It really depends. But if that's how you're kind of, you know, if you're, you gotta understand what you're working with too. We all have like a bankroll. We all understand we working with. So if you're not trying to spend hundreds of dollars on a season, just go to something for a day and just get those picks. And maybe you win a few times, and now you're like, well, shit, I just won a few. I just put it on them for the season, so or the month, and then just take it from there. So you could change. But what I would say is though, you. If someone buys a season long from me, and uh, you know everybody's a nice guy, but I gotta be a businessman first. You can't buy a season long and then want me to just change it to a week long. It's, that's pretty tough. So, yeah, you know, there's certain circumstances, I'm sure. But yeah, so yeah. I mean, just understand what you're buying. Like, just get the daily or the weekly, and you know, you you good. Like, yeah. and while you're learning, especially like. So. Cool. Um, and my last question is. I'm sure there's other aspiring entrepreneurs, gamblers, um, just people who are really into sports and really uh, like what you guys got going on. If somebody wants to sort of be involved or be part of it, someone, hey, I got a bunch of picks. I want to sort of maybe sell my picks here. How does anyone get involved? Is there a process? Are you looking for people? Are you not? Talk um, to them. Sure. I mean, so like I said, the soft launch is about to happen. I'm, I'm uh, pretty much going to have the, the, the basis of the foundation of the website soon. So by the time you hit it, you can probably already log in to um, AnnieUpConsulting.com. Um, so you, you can reach out there. It'll be like a contact info. You can reach out at... Uh, AnnieUpConsulting at gmail.com as well. Um, so I'm always looking for, you know, different brains to tap into, like, you know, iron sharpens iron. So we're always, like, looking for people to, like, get involved and, you know, help us win some more money over here as well as, you know, get some more sub- subscribers. So Cool. Um, any final move? Do you have anything that you wanted to get off no, about this phase, gambling man, thing? Took that little art joint. Um, <laughs> Keys, anything you guys say before we uh, step up and uh, step off and you know get the any up, up, huh? up season started and rolling, baby? Um, love and prosperity to everybody. Shout out to Young Leash. Mm, you, you guys are jokes. But yes, any up, any up. Um, he's, P told you the information contact. There's also a Twitter. Did we yeah, talk Twitter, about Twitter? Uh, the Twitter is at any up consult. So just, you know, log in and follow us. Uh, we follow back. Um, we're trying to build that. And I just overall, before I, I leave, I just want to say, like I said, we're trying to build a one stop shop here. We're trying to reach out to the people in the community that really know sports and want to learn more about sports gambling. Um, you know, fantasy football, we're all in week to week. The waiver wires, the guys you need to know, the guys you probably haven't heard of. We're just really trying to take, you know, this this new brand of, uh, you know, the sports gambling, this new market. We're trying to take that, move it forward, and expand from there. And like like he said, eventually we want to get to the point where we're reviewing film and have a database and, you know, get people to really... Uh, tune in. So like I said, we have everything one-stop shop, all in, any up.
was in Malaysia with a player bitch, kicking hella flavor in the stash house. I had elevators, paper talk, no perpetrator. That night made it do the percolator on my dick, and then flew back to the G sack 'cause it's popping out in that bitch. Young show stop out in that bitch. Tell me, I believe.